are listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 290 for June 5th, 2020. This week, we talk about AI creating words, finger condoms, living on a boat, jockstrap updates, music streaming sites, and All Stars 5. So stick around for the show. One, two, three, clap. Hello. Hello. Woo. Hello. No, I'm not doing this game <laughs> this week. I will send you straight to my Google answering machine. Oh, my God. You, a, you, you know what I want? I want an option to when you're in the middle of a phone call, send them to your to your Google assistant. Right. It's just like a purgatory option. You just get to send right. them to purgatory immediately. Well, you know, well, you, we do this to each other. Mostly I do it to you. You call me yeah. and I send you to my Google assistant that says, hey, can we ask why you're calling? Blah, blah, right. blah. I want to send you to that in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> I know you do. I just want to send you there. <laughs> send me to purgatory where I belong. It's like the, what do the people call it? The naughty corner? Mm, oh, yeah. Send me to the naughty corner. Oh, God. This is the moment I send you there, <laughs> too. I, I need a dunce hat to go with my, uh, uh, to go with my purgatory naughty corner situation. What a what a fashion statement! The dunce hat. Mm-hmm. We should bring it back. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm okay. You can. You know what? I can if, do whatever you know I what? want. Do it. You you do it, Sam. You can do, you do whatever it. your little heart desires. Um, I wanted to start this podcast by uh, we've got some more Black Lives Matter resources, and we're yes. going to be putting them in the. Uh, the links in the description on SoundCloud or wherever you get your podcast from, they should be in the podcast description. Mm-hmm. Um, but kind of been collecting these over the week. Uh, there's uh, some anti-racism resources. It's got some resources for white parents to raise anti-racist children. Right. It's got articles to read, videos to watch, podcasts, um, organizations to follow, uh, creators to follow. Um, and then, of course, there's the Black Lives Matter card which has uh, petitions, who to text and call, resources for protesters, uh, donation links. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's been a lot of really good stuff posted on Instagram in this past week, little guides and stuff like that. Um, Sky Marshall, who is an actor and um, let's see, I think she was an Air Force veteran. She's on Sabrina, but she's on the season I haven't seen yet. So oh, OK, no spoilers. Um, she's got a thing that says uh, posted to Instagram. Now what? You know, it's kind of a do more sort right. of thing. Um, millennial, official millennial black on Instagram has keeping up with anti-racist momentum after the news cycle. A good, uh, a good like click through thing on that, you know. Um, and then there's one by uh, Dr. Courtney McClooney. And this was what to say when people denied the reality of what's happening right now. And it's got a lot of, it's got a lot of good answers to like things that us as white people are probably hearing from our relatives, you know? Right. Like shit that our racist boomers are saying. Exactly. Things that are like the, the people who care more about the looting and destruction over black lives. You right. know? Like so it tells you good answers to those questions, things you can ask back um to talk about uh are the racism that's rooted into our, the system we live in. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just articles to keep us informed, keep us being allies and activists, you know. Right. Um, 
And then there was a really good article by uh, Professor Carol Anderson on The Guardian. And she is a, let's see, she's a professor of African American studies at Emory, I think. But it was really good. It was kind of about how history just keeps repeating itself over and over again and kind of how Trump and Barr are mirroring what uh, past politicians have done. Right. Um, So, yeah, we'll put those links in the description. It's good to stay informed. Keep up with it. Uh, Know how, like, even if you can't march, there are other ways you can help, whether it's money, helping the protesters, using your audience. Spreading information on social media. Exactly. um, Talking to your relatives about this because it's... um, Exactly. uh, Even if it's, yeah, even if it's uncomfortable, you know, like... We need to be having these conversations and staying silent means that you're part of the problem. Exactly. And just because, like, you know... Some of the murderers are arrested or charged. It doesn't stop there. And just because the news cycle dies down, one of the links I've got is, what do you do when the news cycle, you know, slows down, mm-hmm. doesn't end here? There's this built into our system, this racism. Right. And you got to continue. You got to keep pushing so, forward. Exactly. So check out those links in the description. Just wanted to put that out there before we get started. Mm-hmm. Uh, good things to check out. Good. Yeah, I definitely want to be raising black voices right now and listening to um, the the lives and experiences of black people. And it's really, really important. And there's been a lot of like really good kind of like uh, structure and um, movements happening via both on the Internet and out. Like there's protests everywhere. Like there's protests here in Missoula of all places. Like everyone is is rising up. And uh, it's really great to see. And so, yeah, definitely going to put those resources in the description because any little bit helps. Um, people need your support and people need your voice to strengthen this movement. So, yeah, that's uh, that's and awesome. And it's Pride Month. It is. Oh, yeah. Remember that Pride Month? It's Pride Month. But that obviously doesn't mean you stop, you know, fighting for Black Lives Matter. Right. Obviously. Um, so, you know, you can do you can wear your crop top. And still, <laughs> you can, you can and wear your crop top an and, and still not be a fucking racist. <laughs> you can wear your crop top, still be an ally, and still help. And I, I, what's really interesting is that because of like this, this big like Black Lives Matter movement that's happening right now, because like you know everything's boiling over, it's it's giving a lot of like cis white gays like myself a very good reminder that when we hear about like the you know the quote riots at stonewall it wasn't a peaceful protest they were fucking riots and that is how shit got done like that stuff that we that that's you know in our back catalog of like of gay history that wasn't peaceful like that like shit got rough and it was for good reason it's because people got fucking fed up and so i it's 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 good to remind ourselves that like history's messy and not everything's a fucking pretty picture and not everything is you know following all the goddamn rules and so i think it's it's a really good reminder that you know you gotta raise your voice sometimes you gotta raise hell in order to you know fix shit and change stuff for the better um because i feel like a lot of people are just like just think that the stonewall riots were just like a cute little protest and then the police were like oh okay we'll stop like no that wasn't how any of that shit. Went I mean, down. we always joke in the community 
someone, you know, Lady Gaga threw the first brick right. or whatever, you know. Yeah, exactly. And that's it, it though. Bricks were thrown, mm-hmm. you know, like shit went down. And yeah. that's one of my favorite parts of the, uh, the Instagram resource uh, compiled from some stuff, Dr. Courtney McClooney. And it says, we white people don't get to decide what are acceptable forms of grieving and resistance and what are not. Absolutely. And, um, she talks about wave theft, uh, wage theft. Uh, these major corporations being targeted by protesters are those that profit from taking money slash labor from their communities and give nothing back. Right. Um, and some of the looting damage occurring from the protests are from people not associated with the movement, not associated with the protests. People taking advantage of of the right. anger. And then, yeah, ask, she asked the question right there. Are you more enraged about property being damaged or loss of human life? You know, and, and that is such a like a, a, a pivotal question right now, where if you are more upset about buildings getting damaged than um, black people getting fucking killed, you need to reevaluate your morals like point blank period, as the kids say, like that is a pivotal fucking question you should be asking yourself and questions you need to be asking your white ass relatives too, because the shit that they're hearing from Fox news isn't going to be good. You know that, but that is like a good question to kind of center everything. Like pick one, which one is more important to you? Because there is one right answer to this morally. And if you aren't picking that you're on the wrong side of history. Like that's well, how the is. other question that she has here is why do we allow destructive writing in some instances, like after a college football game? You know, it's right. Yeah, there was a there was a really good um, Twitter thread going around about like um, about riots that have happened from mostly white folks from literally like after a sports team loses and shit like people lighting cars on fire. And I was like. Yeah, like the it's 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 insane. The 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 lines that people are trying to draw here when, you know, people have rioted for like no reason whatsoever because your fucking football team lost. Like get a fucking grip. Oh, when they win even. Yeah, I, they, when they win it's when they burn the cars. Wild, I, man. I don't understand straight people. When a oh yeah, sports I don't. <laughs> yeah, sports it ain't me. Uh, um, the ball. Anyway, yes, though, definitely check out all these links uh, and we'll continue to keep ourselves. I mean, I want to keep myself feeling I, I think it's good to feel uncomfortable because, right. you, you know, you need to push your own thoughts and your own ways of thinking about the system we live in. And I don't know, you shouldn't you shouldn't feel comfortable. Yeah. Change, you know what I mean, no, nothing changes when you're comfortable. So we'll continue to uh, um, bring resources as best we can. Right. And, yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a it's a a balancing act between um, giving resources and also like lifting black voices. You know. Right. Because, like, For sure. Because like this is at the absolute worst time to be like you know speaking in front of black people speaking for black people speaking you know and and telling people like this is how you should be feeling this is how you should be acting no we need to as white people we need to fucking shut our mouths and listen that is what we need to be doing and listening and then acting well, amplifying the black voices yes like and these, amplifying. Uh, these sources that i'm bringing are like black voices being amplified you know, awesome. like we need to shout them out, get them out there, you know. Hell yeah. 
we have the privilege of, you know, when you're white, people listen to you. Yep. And that's just, that's America. And that's America. we need to change all of that and help. Right. So, and anyway. Black Lives Matter. Black Jesus. Lives Matter. Well, that'll be in the description. But um, regardless, we still have the rest of this podcast to do. So I am going to segue from something very important to something Uh-oh. not important at all, which is a couple, I think it was like a month ago, I, on the podcast, admitted that I scammed a man into buying me jock straps. Oh, yeah. That was You're a right. Thing. This isn't important. This isn't important <laughs> at all. <laughs> Oh, no. And you were like... Did you try them on? You know, I did. And I don't think they're that bad. There were a couple people, a couple of my friends that were like, oh, they're so uncomfortable. This, that, and the other thing. And I was... I I don't mind them at all. I think they're kind of nice. That's my I don't like them for everyday wear. No, 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 no. But like for like a sexy time occasion, like I wouldn't mind wearing those for a couple hours. Like I think it's fine. No, that's fine. But I can't get on board with them being a replacement for underwear. See, that's my question. Do people actually, do people wear jock straps like yeah. as everyday underwear? Yes. Why? I think the answer to that is yes. Oh my God. See, that's something I didn't know. Like what? Honey, you walk around your local, I don't know if you have a local gay neighborhood. I don't think so. But a local gay barn. <laughs> you will see some jock straps popping out of pants. You know, it's just what you'd wear. Okay, well, maybe my friends are like, these are uncomfortable because they're wearing them for 14 hours a day. In which case, maybe I'm so. like, girl. I don't but, see how they're, I don't think they're uncomfortable. I think they're unfunctional for daily wear. No, but they make me feel sexy. And I think that they frame my ass pretty nicely. It isn't that the point, really? Yes, to hold up your saggy ass. Yeah, to give honey, us support, honey. S- I need as much support as I Lift can get it. for my saggy ass. We should all in there. You always need to order like a size lower than you think. Yeah. So it's just so tight. It just pushes Ugh. those. It's like a push-up bra for your ass. That's literally what it is. A push-up bra for your ass. I have no idea what a push-up bra is, by the way. I don't know so how they function. I just, I just imagine it's just a tighter bra. I, I have no idea either. Things something I don't know I'm because in, I'm gay. Yeah, something I'm not informed of. <laughs> Maybe um, someone can call in and, and educate us about push-up bras because it's just magic to us, apparently. So did you have to take pictures of them and send them? Is I that did. What you had to do? I did. I didn't <laughs> have to do anything. It, I wasn't. I, it's not like that. I had a knife to my throat. Like this okay. was a, He bought them for me, and then in you know in exchange, I took some pictures of myself in them. And I feel like that's a very normal occurrence for gay people. Yeah. In twenty twenty. Yeah. But he he liked them very much, and I thought it'd make my ass look cute. So now I have some jock straps that. So everyone's oh, happy. So everyone's happy except for anyone listening to this podcast. Mm, <laughs> yes. So as someone who had never worn them before, I don't think they're that bad. However, I don't plan on wearing them for an extended period of time. So I don't know how. Let that me tell feels. you. If anyone should not be wearing a jock strap out of the house, it's you with your undiagnosed IBS. See, that's the thing. It's just a recipe for disaster. I need shielding. I need need layers layers of protection. Upon layers. Yeah. Yeah. I need, you know, you know those. Yeah. I just, I, yeah, it's, it wouldn't. Although no judgment if that's what you want to do with your life. (laughs) Wear your jock strap out and about. Mm, That's fine. With no pants on. I'm sure no one will notice. (laughs) 
with no pants on. Yeah. I oh, really wow. want to take the risk. Wow. Anyway, so there you go. There's my jockstrap update that everyone's been waiting for for a month. Well, thanks. <laughs> this is where I would send you to my Google Assistant. This is when. This is the time to send me to purgatory. This is um, where I need an AI. I need to. I need a deep fake that can do this podcast for me, where that I can switch in like seamless, seamlessly. Right. I, I mean, like we're just, almost there. Well, yeah. I just. I would probably only need a few phrases. Like, right, just like okay, we need to mention wow. IBS. Mm-hmm. Need to mention pooping, reprimanding Piggy <laughs> when Piggy barks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's well, I'm it. glad that I'm glad that you like him. How many did you get? I just got three. Are they uh, so cute no, ones or like? What they're kind? very, they're very basic. Like they're okay. they're they're they're, well, they're white fine. and have a little bit of color on each. Okay, well, cute. I think they're Puppy brand. I don't know. Puppy. Pappy. Pa- Pappy. Pat, I'm white. Poppy? I can't pronounce like 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 P-A-P-I? Latinx. P A P I. P A P I. Yes. There, you know there is an Animal Crossing villager named Poppy. Oh really? And his default phrase is "Hey," because it's a horse. Oh, or I was just hey. thinking because he was gay. Right. Mm. Anyway, Poppy jockstraps. I'm googling them. Uh, they're very basic. They're nothing. Nothing to write home about. I'm going to write home about these. Honey, write me. Oh, they're cute. Ain't yeah, nothing wrong just, with the basic. Yeah. I mean, I didn't I mean, I didn't want my first jock strap to be the chromatica jock strap. Okay, you know? well, I mean, talk about basic jock straps you know, as well. <laughs> have. Uh, uh. Anyway, um, how was your Animal Crossing Island? Speaking of Animal Crossing. Oh, it's many- fine. I'm looking for I'm doing campsite method. I did it for Raymond, you know. Mm-hmm. And now I'm doing it for Sherb. Sherb is the new lazy goat that doesn't have an amiibo. Oh, I didn't know this. Um, he's very high demand. So you can you can buy him on Nookazon. You know Nookazon. I don't. Nookazon is like Amazon, but for Animal Crossing. Are you paying like real world money for this? No, you pay like bells, book mile tickets. You can trade and it just villagers. Like, it just like hooks people up that have specific things that you want. Yeah, it like connects you via Discord mostly. I haven't used it. I know lots of people in the Discord use it. Um, I haven't used it yet. They use it to get like rare hybrid flowers so that they can breed more. Nice. Or just like items they don't want. Um, but no, there is a big like market. Well, it sounds useful. Anything. It's in- it's definitely interesting. Um, so I could get Sherb on that, but I wanted, I'm so deep into the campsite method. That's what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. At this point, I'm just kind of trying to push my game to see if it'll break. <laughs> You've done everything I you am. can and now you're just, you're, you're pushing as far as you can. Yeah. I'm just trying to break it. How's your <laughs> island? Honey, I haven't checked in for three weeks. Oh my god. I think I think all my villagers are dead. It's a desolate wasteland. Who I'll get back vi- into do it. Do you know who your villagers are? Do you have all ten of your villagers even? I do. I have all ten of my villagers. Okay. I Can at least name got that. Three far. of them? Um uh <laughs> Doc is one. Coco is one. Oh yay. I love Coco. And then Same. um uh, Pinky, the panda. Those are my top three. Oh, okay. Well, good. Except I gave Pinky like a schoolgirl dress on accident and she won't stop wearing it. Oh, no. It's a whole I thing. gave, I've got Anka, you know, Anka, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just give her ugly hats. You're so mean. She looks, so, <laughs> she is, first of all, she is so fucking hard to shop for. 
Because she's got that snake coming out of her head. Yeah, first of all, she already has... What do you get someone who already has everything? It's true. She's already got the best snake coming out of her head. You don't want to put a hat on that. Exactly. You want to show it off. Anyway, I I gave her... I give her horrible clothing. Well, I mean, you got to bully I had someone. A, I had Big Top. There's a villager oh. named Big Top. Yeah, B- Big Top. Oh, my God. And it's a circus reference because he's an elephant. Mm-hmm. And circus elephants are sad. It's a sad thing <laughs> anyway. So it's Yeah, a that's sad, a whole thing. It's a whole horrible thing. Um, but no, I'm, I'm, now I'm searching for Sherb. And then after that, I don't know what I'll do. It's all Just, that's keeping me alive throw away the game or whatever probably um Um, let me tell you something that i had to experience well i didn't have to experience this but i i'm a good brother i guess and ever since the beginning of quarantine um which has been like i don't know five years ago we've been in quarantine my my sister has really wanted a nintendo switch and of course she wants a a a regular console she doesn't want the light one because she wants to be able to like play it on the tv etc right and those are the ones specifically that have been out of stock for like months and months and months and so she designated me to find one for her and she didn't want to pay six hundred dollars she wanted to pay three hundred and so um i was looking and looking and looking and i was like i was following discord groups And the whole thing, and I had, like, notifications on my phone that would, like, ping me when something was in stock. And so, finally, um, this was, like, I don't know, maybe two weeks ago. It was the perfect storm where I already had my phone out. I got the notification that it was in stock on Amazon. And literally, you have a 20 to 30 second window between getting that notification and it being out of stock because people because you have like people really wanting switches and then you have the people that are buying that have those bots that are buying switches oh, right. and then upselling them for 200 profit and so you're competing with those too so like five different times i was too late i added it to my cart and then i went to check out and then it said this item can no longer be bought it's out of stock even though it was in your cart that happened to me like five times so this time it was the perfect storm i already had her address in and boom 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 and i got it um and so she should be getting it probably beginning of next week and so um i think i i'm trying to remember exactly um, let me log into my Discord. There's a there's a service that I used in order to um, it's like called like in stock now or something. Oh and they, yeah, yeah. They have I a know Discord what you're talking group. About. Oh, so interesting. I, yeah, they have a Discord group, and it's a bot that like that like checks and and notifies you as soon as something's in stock. And they have them for like specific things. And one of the channels is a is a Nintendo Switch channel. So you just turn on the notification on your phone or whatever. And so when you get it, you can click the link like ASAP. But it, God damn, it was frustrating because I was like, I was trying to buy a Switch for months. And it just, every time I went, it was out of stock. But allegedly it went through on this one and I'm just waiting for it to be shipped. So we'll see if it actually happens. But um, my sister was very happy that I, she was on vacation because she was, um, she got some time off work. She went camping with her boyfriend or whatever people do in Portland. And so um, I texted her and when she got back into cell phone service, she was very ecstatic. So if you're looking for a regular switch, it'll be difficult, but allegedly it can be done. Um, So I check little in stock bot websites and stuff like that. Search online. There's like a huge community for people trying to find switches right now and like using resources like that. So there's my quick tip for you. Well, there you go. Ta-da. Get a switch. Get a switch. switch 
switch it up, even though it'll take forever. Just get, just get a switch light. They're in stock. Um, do you remember? Did we talk about that AI that was like, quote, too dangerous to release, but then they released it anyway? <laughs> that sounds like something that would happen in this world. Um, we probably did, but I just don't remember it. I don't remember either. I feel like it's something we would have talked about, but mm. it's something where you can like feed it a piece of text and then it can predict what comes next. It can write a whole thing or something. Oh, that's like something we talk about. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it says it's near indistinguishable, indistinguishable from what's written by a human. So it like um, analyzes your, your typing patterns and then like starts predicting text. Well, I don't think it gets your typing patterns. It's uh, it says it works, looks through a database. Oh, this might be just talking about the site that I have in general. I don't know how that uh, specific one works, but there's oh, okay. a site that uses it. And the site is called This Word Does Not Exist. Have you heard about this? There's a bunch of websites that are they're AI generated and they're like this blank does not exist dot com. And there's one that's this person does not exist dot com. Oh, I talked yeah. About. We talked about those faces. Yeah. And it's the faces of these people that like do not Ooh. exist. It's AI generated. So this is this makes sense. This word does not exist dot com. <gasps> I have a theory. Those sites it? that are like this person does not exist. They're those people do exist, but in an alternate universe. Oh, wow. And you could AI, be absolutely right. AI is pulling the information out of that alternate universe when we mm-hmm. think it's just generating it itself. Wow. Soon you're going to be complaining that, about 5G, too. That, my friend, is uh, a movie idea, honey. Copyright, just a bird song. Please pay Joe for that Please movie. pay Joe. He needs the money. <laughs> Please pay Joe.com. Please, pay Joe dot, this uh, paycheck does not exist dot com. Uh oh. Um, <laughs> well, anyway, I thought it was interesting. This the this word does not exist dot com uses mm-hmm. that uh, whatever it this uses G, called GPT two from Transformers. Mm-hmm. Um, but they sound like real words. Like this one is uh, snufter, and it writes you a definition for it. A large oh group God. of fish, especially the trout, coming together in one fish pool, especially when near waterline. Like it's writing these definitions, and you're just like, "Shoot, what oh do you God. need? I, what do you need people for? You know?" I this this would be good for like coming up with like track names for an album. Oh, like words that like don't make any sense and they don't mean anything. I have one. It says um, Unimosa or Unimosa, um, a, a widely distributed moss forming plant. With transparent flowers. A lot of them seem to be, oh, I get a lot of nouns. I guess mm-hmm. it is random. I just got an adjective. Parlet, parlimacteric, parlet, parlimacteric, uh, disrupting or resembling an elaborate or elaborate plan. So I it's just, a little, it's a little weird. An elaborate or elaborate plan, you know, like it doesn't always get it right, but. I, I just got Sue Young. From Girls' Generation? Yes, S-O-O-Y-O-U-N-G. Oh, my God. And the definition is a tiny little mite found in Hawaii and in the Northeast Pacific growing on dead trees, sticks and spruce peat. Honey, that (laughs) mite's got the best, most amazing legs you ever seen, girl. She will kick you in the face. Mm hmm. She's going to twirl them around. I got a clapper jack. Honey. Jack of all tradesmen who does an assortment of public business. I think I got tested for Clapperjack once. <laughs> and he got tested positive for Clapperjack once. <laughs> no, I think you got tested positive for Cracker Jacks. Oh, that's too. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, speaking of finger foods, what a beautiful Uh-oh. segue. So wow. I was looking up some little list uh, 
it was like CNET's kitchen gadgets under $50. It was like all this garbage you find on Amazon. Also, mm-hmm. someone told me about the like TikTok shit you can buy on Amazon. TikToks. Wait, TikTok. Like, like the, like the v- small, TikTok. small form video. You could buy those on video. Amazon. No, but like people will make these TikToks. It's a TikTok trending tag where I don't have TikTok, but sometimes I tap this into the Google and it shows me the things. I see. So people make TikToks of like garbage they've cheap shit they've bought on Amazon. Oh yeah, this is a thing. And I don't remember what the tag is. There's various ones they use. Um, but I found these today. Uh, they're called they're finger covers for eating Cheetos. What? So they're like little silicone. Okay, first of all, this is a like its own thing. It's made from food grade silicone, allegedly. Mm-hmm. It's on Amazon. <laughs> allegedly. Who allegedly. Knows? I don't know where this came from. Um, and you put them over your fingers, your three pincher fingers, like if you were fisting someone, the three you would put in first. And Yeah. You, <laughs> you know. Yeah, of course. Everyone you yeah, know. you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. We all know um, that. That's a frame of reference everyone knows. <laughs> And it's those three fingers so you can pick up a Cheeto or a chip and it don't get greasy. That's actually really clever. I've I've seen people eat Cheetos with chopsticks. People that are really well uh, versed in, in chopstick what? maneuvering. Yeah, I, I, I feel like I'm okay with chopsticks, but I'm not that good where I can just like casually pick up Cheetos out of a bag with t- chopsticks and not like break them in half or like no, lose them I out of my chopstick and fall on the floor. I can do that. Um, but this is like a whole thing. Like they have finger protector silicone non-stick finger covers. Wow. They look like those like silicone oven mitts, but they just like go on the caps of all your fingers. Right. They're like those actual finger condoms that like right. roll on. I didn't know this was a thing. And people get them and they use them to eat chips. I feel like no one on earth would use finger condoms to eat Cheetos except for you. I feel like this well, is geared towards you. The finger con like the unrolly ones, clearly for fingering, but clearly, they, clearly, <laughs> these things that are called chip fingers mm-hmm. are like just like the cap. silicone things, a little right. Like, They're definitely like a not little I oven mitt for your three fingers. I wouldn't stick it on my butthole. I mean, Honey, you don't want to get that lost up there. I don't know. It depends on how I'm feeling, but yeah, <laughs> I think they get lost up there mm-hmm. in the vacuum anyway, of space. I found them on Amazon from the CNET article, $13. Oh, $13. Are you going to buy them? No. Oh, well, what's the point then? Because I have napkins. Right. Because I have a little thing called napkins. I have this thing called soap and water. Works really well to clean Um, clean off Cheeto fingers. That is so true, honey. Soap it up. (laughs) Fucking goddammit. I found this. There was this other thing in the article. Okay. How many, how much hot dogs? Can I just ask you? How many hot dogs do you fucking eat? Ever? Ever? Um, How often do you have a hot dog? Oh, God. I I haven't had a hot dog this year. It's June. I haven't had a hot dog. I'm not a big hot dog person. Um, no, me neither. Because I, I, I feel like hot dogs involve... Because like, I'm not going to buy a pack of hot dogs to eat for myself. Because, okay, this is, this is going to open up a huge bag of worms. Because I feel like people that eat hot dogs at home are either sociopaths... Well, they're sociopaths either way because they're either eating hot dogs at home alone, which is just odd, or they're putting hot dogs in their macaroni and cheese, which uh, I can't approve of. I'm I'm not that bitch. There are sides of the aisle that put hot dogs in macaroni and cheese, and I'm not on that side. Um, what about Vienna sausages? What, in mac and cheese or just in general? Uh, both. 
Um, I I think the last time I had Vienna sausages, little weenies, right? Little weenies was they're probably different, though than hot dogs. Well, yeah, no, they're they're very different because they're mm-hmm. like they're like cocktail wieners, right? They're fancy. I feel like the last time that I that I had a cocktail wiener, a Vienna sausage, was probably at my high school graduation. Why? Which was I I think that they were Is that a your day. Yeah, that was yeah. Those are the only <laughs> the only food that was served at my high school graduation party was Vienna sausages. Just That's thousands fine. of them. They're um, what good. was the last time I don't you think had? It's probably when I was a kid too. Right. And they're not. But where I'm going with this. Yeah, yeah, where a were you going? Fucking toaster that's just for hot dogs like the whole what? it's a whole you know how your bread you eat bread you put it bread in a toaster it's shaped like <laughs> you bread. bread right yeah you girl. eat bread yeah this toaster has two holes for hot dogs you drop them in push it down and then it's got two holes on the side of that for you to open up your hot dog bun and put it in there too so you can have two hot dog buns two hot dogs and I just want to know, who is eating this many hot dogs that you're like, I need a toaster. I need a dedicated kitchen appliance. For my hot dogs. Yeah, see, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I don't, but also I like. Think, go on. I feel like that I would, see, I, I'm. Pop off. Uh, 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 Pop off. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is I don't eat a lot of hamburgers either. Like, I don't eat a lot of like homemade hamburgers like your parents do. Um, yeah. And I think it's because. Gross. Well, and also because you you can't buy just one burger patty. When you're buying hamburger patties or you're buying hot dogs, you get like four or eight or ten. And it's like, I don't if I want a hot dog, I'm not going to eat ten of them. And so I don't buy them. If you're a family of four, I feel like it makes sense to buy hot dogs or it makes sense to buy hamburgers because you have enough to feed your whole family and you don't have to eat hot dogs for the next two weeks. And, you know, hot dogs are cheap. It's probably right. a good meal for a lot of people. Right. But I feel like whenever I've been around hot dogs, wink, wonk, mm-hmm. it's at like a barbecue situation. Yeah, literally the I don't want to put them in a toaster. I want them, I want to stick them on a stick and roast it or. Yeah, I'm not eating a hot dog inside. No. Usually. I have recently though. So Piggy has Uh-oh. some all natural organic hot dogs, obviously, for. Right. Uh, special treats when he goes to the vet and stuff that he really hates doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just was really in the mood for one. I just popped it up. It's so gross. Pop so gross. Sauce. A cold hot dog on a piece of regular bread just rolled up with a little bit of mustard. And it tastes so <sighs> And like biting into it is so gross. Do you know what I mean? You it like your teeth have to like break into it. Yeah, yeah it has to break the casing. And it's like it just feels disgusting but it does taste good see i feel like it's gross but it's on a completely different level when you're eating a hot dog that's made for dogs that's made for humans oh okay so no these are not dog. these okay. are they're all natural organic did you know I they thought... make all natural organic food for humans sam uh i don't well did i mean you i know, know? they do. But why would they make, like, a hot dog, like, its purpose is to be, like, the remnants of the meat that no one else wants, right? So I'm assuming a hot dog would be, like, radioactive. I'm not eating a hot dog for health benefits. I think these are turkey dogs. That's probably better. 
I think, to be honest. I just don't like, like, you know, they put all beef on things and you're like, I don't want it to be all beef. I want it to be mystery meats. Well, no, I want it to be like better meats. <laughs> or you could just not eat a hot dog, eat a salad. Yeah, I guess. But sometimes you need <laughs> a hot, you need protein, you need a hot dog. I just imagine you half naked in your kitchen, haven't shaved for two weeks, middle of quarantine, 90 degrees, sweating, putting a cold hot dog on a piece of white bread. I ate one hot dog and this is what I get. Is this what I deserve? Yes, it is. One hot dog out of like (laughs) 10 years. (laughs) This is what I get. Listen, I am forever known as dried macaroni on my floor. I'm going to run with this. Oh, that's true. You go um, through it. So if you were to give it a score out of 10, how was your hot dog experience? It's in the moment. It's fine. I can't complain like, too much. Like a five? Oh. Middle of the road? Yeah, it was kind of a middle of the road experience. I don't think I've ever had a hot dog where I've been like, this is the shit. I'm going to eat this every fucking day. Do you know what right. I mean? Right. Yeah. Hot dog experiences are generally middle of the road. Mm-hmm. Except at, like, specialty restaurants, though. Or, like, places where they specialize in hot dogs. Like... I I don't think I've ever gone to, like, a hot dog restaurant. Like, there are some diners. Some, like, hamburger hot dog diners. Right, like a fancy chili dog or something. That makes sense. Yeah, well, even, like, not... If those places aren't fancy, they're still Mm -hmm. good, you know. I feel like I've eaten more bratwursts in my life than hot dogs. Oh, that's fair. You fancy. But like, what the fuck is the difference? It, they're just bigger and and they're beer bat beer braised or whatever. I don't think like, they always have to be beer braised, do they? Bratwurst. I, it's just a. I don't know. It just seems I like feel a bigger. Like it's better. I don't know. I feel like I know what's in it. It's like yeah. spices. They stick spices in there. You can see them. Right. You can see a little piece of onion or something. Whereas in like mm-hmm. a hot dog, it's just like ground up to the point of like. It's like paste. I don't. Yeah. It's just paste that's compacted and to make a solid um I, there is a this is very interesting when long long time ago long time ago when i traveled to vienna austria um they have this thing called currywurst and it's literally it's it's like a street food um i don't know if it's native to to vienna or whatever but we had it in vienna and it's literally they give you two pieces of white bread and then it's a bratwurst that's like sliced and it has um, curry powder and like uh, some sort of like tomato sauce on it. And then and you eat it and then you like dip the like white bread in the sauce when you're done with it. And it was like a street food and it was really good. But like, I think that's the fanciest sort of like hot dog bratwurst thing that I've ever had in my entire life. Oh. Anyways, currywurst. Look it up. It was good. Sounds wonderful. Anyway, I feel like we've talked about hot dogs. We've given hot dogs way too much airtime. On this podcast, um, we could talk about All Stars Five coming oh, up yeah. on speaking June fifth tomorrow. Speaking of hot dogs, um, All Stars Five. So first of all, there allegedly there was a there was um uh, a season of Drag Race that just ended. Um, I were you keeping up with season twelve of RuPaul's Regular Drag Race? I know who won, and I yes. kind of have been following it. I heard it was a really good season, aside Same. from Cherry Pie. So I'll probably watch it eventually. I just, I guess I wasn't in the mood, or I don't right. know why. Or Drag Race Fatigue, I don't know why I skipped it. Yeah, so I I, ca- I was keeping up with it. I follow a lot of people that follow Drag Race and post about it and stuff. And, you know, I would always see, like, what happened on Twitter 
because everyone would like post what what happened. So I I knew who was going home each week and I saw who won season 12. Um, and I, it seems like a really good season. I think that that's the thing is, is I was just I was so burnt out from season 11 that even though season 12 was good, I was like, oh, I just can't. But I think I'm going to watch All Stars 5 as it is airing because I think I'm just I'm kind of out of Drag Race fatigue. And All Stars is always so much fun because all these queens come back with like so much money and everything's like way like it's it's turned up to 11. It's way more elegant. Like these queens, like it's just to show off like how well they're doing, basically. Um and so, yeah, I, I thought that we should go through. Do you know who the cast is or do you want me to um, send you the link? I've got it. it. I watched the little teaser thing and then I looked up the full cast. Um, um, do you want me to go through anyone... it or, or, or do you have any initial thoughts? Oh, let's just talk our who we're looking out for, who we, you know, don't care, mm-hmm. who's coming back. Um, uh, Shea Coulee, happy to see her. Yeah, Shea Coulee. Um, what season was Shea Coulee on? She was season nine. Uh, nine. She was season nine. Uh, she, she got third slash fourth place, uh, is what it says in the original placements list on the mm-hmm. Wikipedia. But very happy to see Shea Coulee. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ms. Cracker, okay. Like, I'm mm-hmm. okay to see Ms. Cracker. I like her. Right. Um, I feel like she has a very big following. I enjoyed Cracker on her season. Um, so I'm sure that she'll do well on All Stars. What is it? Five? All Stars five. I don't really know any. So there's several people from seasons one, two, and three. I know um, a few of them. I know Angina, mm-hmm. just from her HIV AIDS work. Right. Um, she was the first uh, out out uh, HIV positive queen. Well, I mean, it was season one, so there were a lot of firsts. But she, right. you know, she made headlines from from uh, uh, telling her status on on uh, TV, which was cool. Um, I'm not excited. I mean, Derek Barry's always there for, you know, fun. We have to have someone go home first. <laughs> you know, you someone has to being, go honey. home first. Someone has to him. Someone has to him there. Mm. I don't know. remember what that fucking <laughs> argument was about. I don't I know. This, there's a hem, there's that. a hem. I don't know. Everywhere's a hem. Um, Mayhem Miller. Mm-hmm. Which, uh... So she was in season 10. She got 10th place. Right. But she left a big impression on a lot of people. So yeah, she, she had that like that like black glove look in like the first like couple oh, episodes. Yeah. I don't remember which one it was, but it was like really elegant and she made it on the fly or whatever. And that was like a really sickening look. So I think that's why a lot of people. I mean, she's like she's a great queen. She just, you know, kind of got the short end of the stick and went home early on season 10. Uh, and then uh, Blair St. Clair. Bless. Oh, Mrs. Blair, our favorite four-year-old. I, I... Here we go. <laughs> you know, when I pause, it's like I'm trying to put together words. I'm like reaching into the sky. and like trying to form <laughs> sentences. I don't even know what sentence to form. I'm not mm-hmm. necessarily a Blair St. Clair fan. Right. Um, we can tell. But she's a, she is a drag queen. <laughs> And she's going to be on season uh, five of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars. You got it. I just think uh, it's funny. Uh, Trixie likes to Trixie likes to retweet some of Blair's tweets. Blair um, is a very... Um, and that's she definitely all- is the... She... <laughs> she... 
Here how, it is. How do we I? We just can't put it into words. We how can't. do I phrase this? See, I I really enjoy Blair St. Clair. I think that she's very chic, but but I yeah. I think that oh, she sure. um, her drag was great. She always looked on point. Yeah. Um, her her Twitter is very um, <laughs> white girl. Her Twitter, Trixie likes to retweet it and yeah. and kind of poke fun at it. Right. And that's all I know about Blair outside of uh, outside of Drag Race. But she's from Washington D.C., girl. So hell yeah. Um, that's we have. So I hear one person in 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 particular that I want you to look out for. And I feel like you'll really enjoy is Jujubee. Jujubee is from season two and All Stars one. Um, she made it to third place. She made it to, to top three both times and never won. She is funny. She's elegant. She's probably one of my favorite um, drag race queens of all time. Um, she is going to be a, a fucking star in All-Stars 5. And she already has, like, you know, for only being... For for a queen that's been on earlier seasons, um, and a lot of early season queens don't, you know, don't have nearly as many followers. They, you know, because it Drag Race wasn't as big of a thing back then. Even as a queen that was um, an early season queen, um, she has a pretty big following because she is a force to be reckoned with and she is fucking funny and fucking fierce. Um, so I want you to to be on the lookout for Jujubee this season and I want you to, I want to see what you think and because I'm very excited to see what she pulls out of her bag because um, I've really enjoyed Jujubee for a long time. And she's she's on like a bunch of other TV shows. She's on um, that TLC show uh, with with BB and Alexis Michelle and um, it's I think it's called Dragnificent or something. I, I, they got renewed for a second season. Anyway, she's she's in a lot of places, so I'm excited to see her um, for All Stars Five. One person I'm curious, do you know anything about? Is India Farah from season three? No. So India Farah is best well known for a controversial lip sync i think um where she I, I can't remember what song they were lip syncing to but oh it was don't leave me this way i don't remember it doesn't say who it's by anyway so in the lip sync on on episode episode three of season three she was lip syncing against a queen named mimi i'm first and she um picked mimi i'm first up and like hoisted her on her shoulder and like dragged her. <laughs> she essentially, Rue said, drag is not a contact sport and eliminated her <laughs> because she picked up another queen um, by like the waist, like a, like a hunk of wood. Ooh. And it was, um, it was something. So I'm curious what will happen with her um, okay. this season. But yeah, that's what, essentially what she's uh, very well known for. Um, out of all these queens, I know you don't know some of them. You do know some of them. Um, are there any queens that you are excited to? Well, obviously, we're excited to see Derek Barry. Um, are you are you excited or rooting for one queen in particular to take the crown? Oh, I don't think there's one in particular yet. I mm-hmm. I always really like Shea Coulee. Right, um, same. So I guess I would. I I don't know. I just see her as a winner. Right. I mean, she made so, it to top three, top four. So like, she has right. it in her. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to see more from her and see her again and mm-hmm. Mayhem Miller, see how far she can get. And then agreed. Always a hoot to see Derek Barry from the clips. He just didn't look like she changed at all. 
nope, she didn't change a goddamn bit. And what's funny is that, like, in her <laughs> confessional, in, like, the teaser clip, She's talking about how she like she's more than a Britney Spears impersonator now. And she comes in doing a Britney Spears bit. It's like, girl, pick a lane. Girl? Like, either you're a Britney Spears impersonator or you're not. Obviously, you, you do are. what you know. You do what's in your wardrobe. Yeah. Do what's in your what's what's in your wheelhouse. And she's like, I'm more than that now. And it's like you came in with another Britney Spears quote in another Britney Spears outfit, like as your entrance. Like, hello. There you go. Anyway, I don't know. Is it airing tonight? Uh, June Friday. 5th, I think. Friday, so, June 5th. So, so tomorrow or today when this gets posted. Yeah. Um, so we'll yeah. be on the lookout. Maybe we'll start doing our drag race updates again. Yeah. Only I think time will tell. Only time will tell. No promises. But if Joe and I are both watching it, obviously, you know, we'll probably talk about it. So yeah. We'll see what happens. Um, it's cheese of the week. Oh, yeah. Do you have a cheese of the week this week? So Justin really wants sourdough bread. So we started a sourdough starter. Oh, here we go. I feel like you're late to the party. I feel like everyone else did sourdough. I don't like it. I don't, I'm not a fan of sourdough. Is it's it okay. Sour? Well, I don't, I just, I don't know what I don't like about it. It's just, it's not my jam. Mm-hmm. And it takes so long. Like, I, right. I know it's, once it's you get your, process. once you get your starter fed, it lasts forever and you only have to feed it every once in a while. But, but getting from nowhere to being able to make a loaf of bread takes like a week, right? Yeah, this you have to do the starter for about a week beforehand. So we're in, in the middle of that process. But you can use the discard for all sorts of things. Like we've right, used it for mm-hmm. um, blueberry muffins. We've used oh. it for pizza crust. Um, and it's, you know, it's fine. It's better than, you know, wasting it, throwing it in the compost or something. Right. Uh, wish putting things in the compost is not wasting them. Just, you know, turn, right, we right. wanted to turn our food But it's better to food. use them in some right. sort of way. Um, so that's my cheese of the week is, uh, is it <laughs> <laughs> Well, maybe the lactobacillus will, will, uh, haunt you at night or whatever. It's cheese of the week. Yeah. Sourdough. I'm ex, I think it'll be good bread. Like, I think we've talked about it before. I've really only had like store-bought sourdough and I right. hear that that's a lot, a lot more sour than like regular sourdough. Right. It's like artificially sour. Right. So I'll keep also, you updated. We'll be making it in the next week. Yeah, take pics. Um, also, and if you don't like it, Justin will eat it. At least you That's know someone true. that likes sourdough. Yeah, he'll he'll enjoy it. And, I'll, you know, I'll eat bread. Uh, it's bread. I'll eat bread. Know? Bread is bread. Bread is bread. I go in and out of sourdough. Like, I enjoy it, but it's not something that I, like, always want. Like, I don't want, want like, a loaf of sourdough around all the time. Because I feel like it, I just, it, I get over it a little bit, but couple times a year i'm like yeah i could buy buy a, a, a loaf of sourdough bread and eat it and enjoy it but i think i'll time. i'll be excited to like use it for other things too like pancakes right. use it and, in application right use it for other things that aren't like sourdough bread you know mm-hmm. but just to add a little tang to something else a little tang just like you a little tang a little tang a little tang well good cheese of the it's week cheese of the week sourdough bread, bread. Should we uh, should we move on to our favorite things? These are a few of our favorite things. You go first. So, Joe. You God said yours it. was good. You were. Well, listen, before the podcast, I just want you to know, Sam was sitting there talking about how great his favorite thing is. I didn't say it was great. I said that he it's said actually it was useful. great and amazing, and it's going to be the best <laughs> favorite thing that you've ever heard. No, but it's not <laughs> bad. Um, I'm ready. So, to preface this... Um, 
Google Play Music Uh-oh. is what I use. I because of course I don't. I didn't use Apple Music. I don't use Spotify because I'm such a rebel. Um, Google Play Music is getting just killed by Google, and everyone's going to have to move over to YouTube Music, which I don't want to do because I think the UI is garbage. Um, and so I'm probably going to end up moving over to Spotify like every other person. Um, I think I, it, they're in the process of starting to move people over. So it hasn't happened for me yet. So I'm going to stay on the Google Play Music bandwagon for as long as I can. But I don't think that they're going to um, keep me on board. However, if you are a YouTube Music slash Google Play Music subscriber, you also get YouTube Premium, which is so fucking nice. It's like ad free YouTube. You can play videos in the background on your phone. Um, Super, super useful. However, I don't think $12 a month for just YouTube premium is worth it, in my opinion. Um, So in comes a a YouTube app for Android that is um, a branch of the official YouTube app. This is only for Android. However, it's modified so you get some YouTube premium features without paying for YouTube Premium. Um, the app is called YouTube Vanced, as in advanced, only without the A. So YouTube Vanced, wow. V-A-N-C-E-D. And it is, um, it allows you to play YouTube videos in the background. It gives you some, it blocks some ads, but I don't think it blocks all ads. It gives you dark mode. Um, it gives you a couple other tweaks, like being able to um, being able to set the quality for every video. So, like, you don't have to set the quality, like, 1080p on every video. It's just, like, you have a, a global one that makes it so every video plays at 1080p. Essentially, it's a it's a doctored-up YouTube app for Android that is based off of the official YouTube app. So, it's not, like, some weird um, YouTube app mock-up. And uh, the application is for free. And there's a... It's a little involved. You have to install a couple things. You don't have to be rooted, but it helps. Um, and so there's instructions on their website. It's called vanced.app, V-A-N-C-E-D dot app. It's only for Android, unfortunately. So sorry, iOS users. But if you are looking to switch over to another um, music streaming service and uh, still want to keep a couple... Um, YouTube premium features, then I would suggest using the YouTube advanced app. One thing that it doesn't let you do that you can do in regular YouTube premium is saving videos for offline playback. So that is some that is a feature that you probably need to find a different app for, or you need to continue paying for YouTube premium. That's something that I don't use. Um, I don't use the the um, save videos for offline playback feature, but I know a lot of people do use it. So if you're looking for an app that has that feature specifically, you might have to look elsewhere. However, if you're just looking for a YouTube player that has dark mode and you're able to um, play videos in the background, um, then YouTube Advanced, I've been using it for the past couple of weeks and it's worked great for me. I haven't had any problems. So hot tip for you, YouTube Advanced, um, look it up. It's a little involved to install it, but it's not hard. They have instructions, um, and I'd recommend it. It works really well. So, ta-da. Interesting. I'll check um, it out. Are you still a Google Play Music subscriber? When I do listen to music. Oh, I don't subscribe, though. I just have my library there. Gotcha. What happens to right. our li- what's going to happen to our library? I don't know. Because it's like all there we've for uploaded? me. Yeah. Like, I put all my music in it. Right. I don't know. I have I'm, no idea. I don't know if I'll miss it, though. Like, there are some songs I've bought on the Google uh, Play 
or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I don't even know if I'll miss them. I've got right, a Stardew Valley out of the game. Yeah, I've got a Stardew Valley playlist, the Lost in Translation playlist. <laughs> you got exactly. You got all you need. I got all I need. So I don't know, but um, um, yeah, I don't use anything else. What about YouTube Premium? Do you pay for YouTube Premium? Justin does. We oh. used to have YouTube TV, but gotcha. now he has. We unsubbed from that because it was just too much. Um, it's just too much. It was just well, and you know. You got to, if sometimes you're into a Hulu show, you decide to do Hulu for that month. You know what I mean? Right. You, you hop back else. and forth to whatever you're into. Yeah. Exactly. So um, that's gone. I think he's got YouTube premium, but I don't think you can share that one. So I don't have it. Gotcha. Um, so I, I just float around. I don't know what to do. Fuck me. Joe doesn't know. Joe's making I bread. Know. I don't know what. To, I'm just making my sourdough. Mm-hmm. But you just know what? Eating hot dogs. I got to look into your recommendations because I ended up buying, was it Poop Drop? Overdrop. Overdrop. Oh my God, yeah. you checked it out? I really enjoyed it. Yeah, so I paid for the premium whatever, the no mm-hmm. ads. And yeah, I really like it. I like the widgets. So. Yeah, I like, the, there's like lots of different like widgets that you can use in different yeah. styles that you can really customize. I know you like, you customize the fuck out of your phone. So that oh, makes yeah. sense. So, uh, you know, got to start taking your recommendations more seriously, I reckon. Well, you know, some of these, some of them are good, but some of them are just rice cookers, you know? <laughs> Gotta just weed through the rice cookers and sometimes there's a little nugget of, little nugget of joy. A little nugget of corn in that shit. A little nugget of corn. Anyway, well, I'll check it, I'll check it out. Um, okay. My favorite thing is, where was it? Okay. Um, you see, you know, last week, my favorite thing was the Cerebini show. Yes. It was the one I was watching on Amazon Prime that was like double your income, double your house for half the, in, whatever. Well, right. this week, it's another Cerebini show. So I finished that oh. one. But uh, I discovered there was still a Cerebini show on Netflix. And it's Cerebini, I think it's called Living Mortgage Free. Listen, they all have such ambiguous names. So who knows what it is? Living mortgage free Sarah Beanie. But anyway, it's like her other shows, except I think it's uh, one of her most recent, though. I think this one's only a couple years old, but it follows people in the UK who are um, finding different methods to not have to pay a mortgage for like 40 years, you know? Mm. Um, So like this one girl turned to fucking boat into her apartment you know oh, wow um some people used a uh old trailer and they completely rebuilt it and for you know x amount of money and then they live without a mortgage and they've got this like high spec little house wow. um and it's just i just love it i just fucking i just fucking love it sam sounds like you love sarah beanie it's so soothing. Sarah Beanie's got her full jacket wardrobe out and about. Mm-hmm. I just find it so soothing. And it's my dream to live without, like some of the people don't even have a mortgage. They just don't want to get one because they're renting. And they're like, well, I'm throwing this money away. I want it to go to something or I don't know. I just, right. It makes sense. Just a lot of us never will get to know what it's like to not have to pay a large portion of our income to Something the place we that own. we live in. Well, even the place that we do own, you know, or right. I guess when it's a mortgage and you own it, you're, you know, the bank owns it. Right. So I guess. Yeah, yeah. you're, you know, you're and with a lot of mortgages, you end up paying double what, you know, you take out the mortgage for. Right. Because of interest. Um, 
And I just imagine a world where all of my income can go to, for me instead right. of oh, what a world instead of, you know, 90 percent of it going to rent or wherever, you know, so it's, so it, just, it's uh, soothing to see other people living that dream when you right. Can't. It's 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 the type of show that makes me want to go like live in a barn. Girl, there's plenty of barns up here. Live in Saddle a barn. Uh, I see. It's hard because like I want to I love living in a city. But you know you're never going to have a lot of space if you live in the right. city. Right. There's sacrifices. Um, but then sometimes I want to just live in the middle of nowhere, but I don't want to be hate-crapped, you know? Right. That's why you it, need to get your Barbara wig gotcha. out and pretend to be a lady. <laughs> well, you'll still get hate crime just in a different way. Well, I think Barbara would fit in the most places, unfortunately. <laughs> but, oh, you know, it's, it's one of those shows that just, I just, it, it makes me want to live on a boat. Girl, if anyone has a boat, near DC Sis. that you're trying to get rid of. Call Joe. I'll buy that boat. I'll turn it out. Where, where would you put it? So in the show. In the water? The So this girl, she lives, she gets to live in London. She just lives in a fucking boat in London because she couldn't what? afford to live in a, in my apartment in London. And now she lives in mortgage free in the middle of London. But you just get to, you have to like move your boat every two weeks to a new rented spot. So you just like rent a new spot and it's like, ass nothing money like it's so little money um and you get to keep your boat there and then hey i don't want to live in london anymore hey i'll just take my fucking boat and live somewhere else do you know what i mean wow wow (laughs) really makes you think (laughs) really really makes you think um i just can't wait to record next week and joe is like in the middle of the ocean on like a piece of like driftwood screaming into a microphone I'm going to be on that fucking door that Rose was on, honey. Yeah, girl. Titanic? Titanic. Mm-hmm. Titanic. That's the one. Hashtag Titanic. Well, it sounds soothing. I Lots of British shows I find very soothing because, you know, they live in a in a completely different universe than us. Yeah, it's interesting, too, because, like, I don't know, a lot of the little towns, and I know not all of them, and I know it's this is a total generalization, but... A lot of the cities in America, a lot of the towns, small towns, were made like after cars were already a thing. So our infrastructure was made for cars. We all live very far apart. Takes, you know, you got to get to the store in your car. Whereas like a lot of these little towns in the UK that are on the show are so old that they were built when people just had to walk to the store. So everything is within walking distance or bicycling distance. Right. And that's just, you know, you get to live out. quaint. You get to live out in a town, in a small town, but you also can walk. There's some walkability there. And I know that's not always the case. There's plenty of places that aren't walkable, et cetera, et cetera. But that's the dream. A small town that's walkable, that's affordable. I don't know. I guess it's time for you to get a boat. I'm getting a boat. Walk that boat, girl. I just got to convince Justin. (laughs) Well, you've convinced him this far, you know? Oh, Piggy on a boat. I just don't know. Oh, who would get more seasick, you or Piggy? There's no telling. We'd both just be (laughs) throwing up all the time. Oh, you'd be competing. Oh, Uh, what a beautiful image. Well, good favorite thing. Good favorite things. Good favorite things. Um, Yeah, I guess that's all for this week. Do you have anything else you want to say? Nope, I'm done. Uh, definitely check out the Black Lives Matter resources uh, that we have that we'll be putting in the description. Uh, otherwise, thank you guys so much for listening. 
We'll be back next week with a regular episode. And then also next week, we will have a bonus episode for y'all. Yep, that sounds good. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and more at the show samandjoe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus episodes, music downloads, physical rewards, and more. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the wonderful podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to Allison B, Andrew G, Ashley E, Ben B, Brat D, Carolyn A, Charlotte S, Chris K, Chris M, Christopher C, Dallas E, David M, Duran C, Devin B, Devoy C, Erica V, Feliciano D, James P, John H, Joshua R, Julian S, Kylon C, Lindsay C, Manny G, Marianne J, Matthew B, Maurice W, Nick I, Nikki Q, Pablo F, Rebecca E, Rose G, Sandra P, Scott A, Tristan T, and Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The, the Show. show.